Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Randy. I'm Jamie. Uh, okay, so when we left off, you guys weren't here. Kelly no. was here. Yes. When, when I left off last time, um, we were watching Twitter to see uh, <laughs> if and when the uh, Obamacare repeal vote would happen. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think Paul Ryan's got to go. So sad. You think so? Oh yeah. So so they were they were calling for a vote Thursday, yeah. which was stupid because they didn't have the votes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they they admitted that finally postponed it, and they said we're going to vote Friday morning at eight a.m. And I was like, you ain't doing shit at eight a.m. I mean, what was supposed to change from um, eight o'clock Thursday night to eight a.m. Friday morning? Steve Bannon went in and told them that they had to do it. They had no choice but to vote no. Right. You have to. Like your dad tried to tell you when you were 15. Yeah. Or yeah. It, it, it was Steve Bannon who was pushing for this. Yeah. I mean, you have to vote. People are blaming Trump. I don't think that Trump wasn't steering this. He was, no. he was yielding to Bannon. Like all things, he's yielding yeah. to Bannon. He doesn't give a shit about anything. Right. No. He's making himself richer. And he's, then he's do. I, I, I totally agree <laughs> with that. Like he is not running here. And so then Paul Ryan basically yielded to Bannon too. Yeah. And that is the point, you know, we, we've got a problem here with the separation of the two branches of government, you know, the members of Congress, okay, they should be working with the president, they should not be taking orders from the president, yes. the two branches of mm-hmm. government, and when you've got the Speaker of the House, who's, you know, in line for the presidency, he's the head of the legislative branch, taking orders from a White House staffer, mm-hmm. and scheduling votes that they don't have uh, you know, the votes for three times and they finally got it up Friday at three 30 and then canceled it at three 30. You got to kick. I mean, if I'm a Republican, you know, if I'm Dave Joyce or Steve Stivers or one of the Republican congressmen from Ohio, I gotta say, Hey, Paul Ryan, you got to get the hell out of that speaker's office. Cause that was shameful. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, I think, loved it. <laughs> well, I think, I think somebody else who really loved it was probably John Boehner. Like, oh, yeah. look, it's not my fault that I couldn't keep everybody in yeah. line. These people are unreasonable. Yes. <laughs> and, now we, and now it is very, very yeah. clear. You couldn't even get your own side to right. come together and agree on it. And you've had seven fucking years <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to yeah. come up with something. And this whole time we know, we know now that you weren't planning on coming up with shit. You just wanted to say no. Mm-hmm. Right. You just wanted to say no to everything the other side was doing while you and did nothing, come up with no plans. See now that y'all don't have nothing for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I realized that on Friday that Lynn manuel Miranda conceived <laughs> of, wrote, and produced Hamilton <laughs> in less time than Republicans have had to come up with an Obamacare. I, I'm yes. pretty sure World War II was started <laughs> and finished in the amount of time, 39 to 45. It, I mean, it's pretty close. they've had yeah. plenty of yes. time yeah. to come up with a real solution, yes. but they don't have a real solution. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. obviously that y'all were not actually even talking to each other about it before this. 
I mean, seriously, what the fuck were you doing? Right. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the enticement of defunding Planned Parenthood in the bill wasn't yes. enough to get those people. You yeah. know, they were going to take all of Medicaid funding away from Planned Parenthood in that bill. And that wasn't enough to get the crazy Freedom Caucus to join in. Right. Crazier than you lost more and more moderates on the other end. I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. so people are paying attention to what's going on in Washington. So that, that was over in the House. Over in the Senate, uh, they were supposed to have a vote on Neil Gorsuch, mm-hmm. nominee for U.S. Supreme Court. That has been postponed. Mm-hmm. They're now saying a committee vote April 3rd. Uh, we're not quite sure right now if the full Senate would vote like the next day or the next week or just, you know, whatever they want. That's, that's a little bit up in the air. Um, but there's a lot of people who are saying... They're looking at everything that's going on, uh, and especially with Russian interference in the Trump administration saying, hey, hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, and Charles Schumer said it best last week. You know, while we're investigating Russian ties into the Trump White House, let's not just shove through a lifetime appointment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. My, my fear is, though, that with the loss on, on repeal, we- going to push even harder to do this because you're hearing that yes out of democrats you're not necessarily hearing it out of even some of the more moderate republicans you know lindsey graham and and um john mccain are out there talking about how the house intelligence committee chairman should step aside because he can no longer be an impartial person to lead this investigation but neither one of them are saying let's slow this gorsuch thing down i think it's gonna you know i think with every all the other failures and all the Russian stuff, they're going to want to shove this through even faster and blow things up with the nuclear option if they have to. But mm-hmm. my guess is that this is what they're going to hold their hat on. I'm only going to try, but it, it's going to become very, very obvious to people that you know that that this is a, a political move to shove through. You're make the assumption that a middle American factory worker is giving a shit about the Supreme Court right now. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I we think all that, think that this is a really, really important thing. But middle America I think America they're giving more of a care. shit what Congress is doing now than they were this time last year. Yeah, so 20% may be paying attention. Well, so, but, yeah. so we need to we need to increase the number of eyeballs on yes. this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got an event coming up on this Saturday. Uh, if you're in the greater Cleveland area or traveling to... Uh, Public Square, 10 a.m., uh, start rolling in at 9.30. The, the show will start at 10. Um, uh, NARAL, uh, not just us here in Ohio, but our national organization is working with many uh, labor unions, rights groups, all sorts of organizations coming up with the People's Filibuster mm-hmm. put on by this coalition called the People's Defense. Um, it's going to be taking place in Cleveland, but also Miami, New York, Seattle, Denver. Oh, cool. Milwaukee. Yeah, a a ton of cities. Um, uh, uh, With this Supreme Court nominee. Yep, and it should be a really great show. We're um, working on getting some of our really great local electeds there. Um, New Voices, Alana from New Voices Cleveland is going to join us. She's amazing. Um, Annie's even lining up some amazing social just slam poetry um it should be a really great thing and then we're also with um a group called the march for Healthcare that was also planning on doing something that day so we'll start out with our program we'll kind of move more into talking about healthcare, doing a march from public square to the federal 
building at 1130 when the rally program concludes. So it'll be really great, you know, just general, you know, let's talk about Gorsuch, but let's talk about in general all the damage the Trump administration is doing on immigration, with the Muslim ban, with healthcare, and all these things. So it'll be a great time. Everybody needs to come out, rally mm -hmm. to support our communities. Right. Should be good. Mm -hmm. It'll be fabulous. Yes. Um, so uh, this week, two days ago, uh, we saw a New York Times op-ed. The headline was, To Win Again, Democrats Must Stop Being the Abortion Party. Grr. Written by some guy named Thomas Groom. Written by a guy? Of course. <laughs> well, that's a shocker. <laughs> I sent sarcasm. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess that he's a white dude. dude. Can I, can I make that you would be correct. <laughs> and you know what? I've never even seen him, but I, I just know that you're yeah. correct. Well, and, and we, yeah. although he did say he was Irish, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. He does say that. There's yeah, nothing wrong that. with being Irish. There is nothing wrong with being Irish. Unless you spew that kind of crap <laughs> in the New York Times. True. <laughs> that's where it becomes a problem. I, I I'll, I'll acknowledge that his being a guy and expressing these opinions is much more problematic than being an Irish guy. Yes. Uh, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I think our listener-only people can hear my eyes roll. Yeah, that way. exactly. <laughs> I think it was some bullshit. Like, you make the point that Barack Obama won twice as a pro-choice candidate. Mm -hmm. Right. So to say that they, that was the deal-breaker for them as to why they voted for Trump over Hillary. I mean, you're, you lost your argument right there. I, I don't understand what you're trying to say. If you had this person who could win by saying, yes, I support it. And, and then you have another person saying the same thing, but for whatever reason, they're going um, to this person who, I don't even know why they think that uh, Trump is even uh, pro-life anyway. He's, I mean, if right, you think, that's a hell of an assumption yes. on that part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand why. I, I get that he said the words, mm -hmm. but at the same time, he said I a mean, lot of words. exactly, exactly. He said his favorite book is the Bible. You ain't never seen him in church. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Two well, Corinthians. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, seriously, don't just say that because. It, you wasn't to vote for him over her if that is the tipping point for you. Because to say that you looked at everything that he said and that you felt like he was authentic and genuine and really cared about that, you're full. Then you are full of shit, and you should look in the mirror. <laughs> like, hey, dude, there's one difference between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Your sexism, sexism is showing. Yes, you. exactly. Like, come on, like if you're gonna say Seriously. Barack Obama can win twice, and then Hillary Clinton do, saying basically the same thing, yes, is gonna lose. Well, what difference? Well, the woman can't be pro-choice, yes. right? Yes. but the man can be pro exactly pro-choice. Yes, uh huh. So, Mr. Groom uh, stated that. Oh, you're gonna read it. I, I, I printed this thing <laughs> out. Make me listen. Uh, he says that one solid Catholic support for Democrats is steadily eroded. Okay, to that. I, on occasion, do go to Mass with my mother. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Catholic support for the Catholic Church 
has eroded. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's support for the church in general, for yeah. re organized religion in general. Right. Is, and is, and yeah. the Catholic church specifically. Mm -hmm. and, and I say that as someone who, you know, when I go there, there's half as many people as used to attend mass when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who the priest is at, the, at, at mom's church mm -hmm. because the guy that was the priest when I was a kid and went there, he was forced out because when he was a Catholic principal in a previous assignment, he slept with two girls. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any connection with this church anymore. No. And this is not unique to my hometown. No. So when we talk about eroding support in the Catholic community, yeah. let's, let's not well, forget that. And also just that Catholics are just as pro-choice as the rest of the population. Yes. So the right. assume that everybody in those pews is anti-choice and anti-gay rights is completely ridiculous and stupid premise to start with. Yes. He says that yet despite the clear complexity of the attitudes of people, okay, mm -hmm. people have complex attitudes, yes. political discourse largely ignores the possibility of a middle ground between making all abortions legal or prohibiting them entirely. So he's suggesting that the Democrats should come up with a middle ground. I mean, the Republican form exists to ban abortion. Mm -hmm. Yes. In all cases. Yes. Yes. If, if Democrats just sort of yield uh, on, on abortion rights and just yes. are fine with this wishy-washy yeah. middle, which frankly is where many yeah. are. And it's fine for you if they yield because you don't have to worry about it. He says something mm -hmm. about the Hyde Amendment, that we shouldn't be pushing for the Hyde Amendment. That's easy for you to say because it affects poor women, poor black and brown women mm -hmm. you don't give a fuck about. Right. You're over here talking about your my central faith, my social justice issues. Well, then you need to educate yourself on the issues and who it's really going to affect. Yeah, he continues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he does, unfortunately. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> you're, you're right. He says Demo Democrats should not threaten to repeal the Hyde Amendment. And th so this is his his one of his paragraphs here of suggestions, which the whole paragraph <laughs> is just wrong. Yes, he says should not threaten to repeal the Hyde Amendment, which. Wrong. They're not wrong. doing enough of. Yes. He's wrong there. And the second thing uh, is that they need to uh, champion an aggressive program to promote adoption. And adoption is a fine thing. Yes. That he is has like we did not. Women. Right. Well, and, and adoption brings up a whole host of other things. When we actively promote and push adoption, we're ignoring birth mothers and we're we're forcing women to give children up for adoption when they don't necessarily want to i mean we had an active abortion i mean adoption pushing program before roe versus wade it was called maternity homes where women were forced to go their children were forcibly taken from them and adopted to good christian families to raise good question christian families in quotes and so like you know aggressively pushing adoption isn't the answer because there are two choices. There's a choice to be pregnant or not pregnant. And there's a choice to or not parent that child. So you make this decision to stay pregnant or not first. Yeah. So it's not the decision between an adoption or an abortion. Adoption and parenting a child when you've already decided to stay pregnant. So those false equivalencies just drive me crazy. And yeah. I just want to smack yes. him even harder. Liz Winstead was the one who put it the best um, because when we were at the RNC, someone was shouting at her about adoption. And she's like, I don't get the nine months back. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I was like, oh, shit, that's mm -hmm. the best argument I've ever heard. You yeah. Know? Yes. If if a woman is steered towards that adoption option, she's sacrificing nine yes. months of her life. Exactly. 
And some women, so also the point to that, maybe I don't want to walk around with a pregnant belly knowing that I'm not going to keep this and have people mm-hmm. asking me yeah, right. about, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, women who can do that, it's a very strong, like, decision. I mean, it's a very difficult decision. They're very strong for doing that. But maybe I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe I don't want to deal with that. And that's my right to not have to deal with that. Right. And hey, there's record numbers of kids in foster care become a foster parent and take care of the kids who actually need help right now because right now they're just sitting in warehouses because there aren't enough foster families for them and if especially if it's a special needs child i mean yeah it's you're just making the assumption that there's a family out there for every one of those kids Mm -hmm. uh so after his his paragraph of wrong uh (laughs) he does suggest democratic politicians should also continue to frame their efforts to improve health and social services as a way to decrease abortions so he's got like Mm -hmm. in this whole op-ed where he's finally and this isn't the first time i've read this shit from people (laughs) there was some former state legislator uh who wrote an op-ed that was almost yeah i remember that we talked in the cleveland bank dealer yeah and, uh, you know, was whining the and whining. pro-life Democrat? Yeah, yeah. about yeah, how uh-huh. he didn't have any career path. Pro-life Democrat. And he writes yeah. an entire op-ed, and only in the last paragraph does he say, Democrats should be promoting contraception and sex education. I'm like, dude, if you want to really move forward in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party with mm-hmm. your views, make that be your lead sentence. yes. Don't have it be your one sentence conclusion. Yeah. Exactly. Because then that gives me the impression that you don't really give a fuck about that. You're the same as the other mm-hmm. side. Right. You just care about controlling women, controlling right. And you had to say that as a little throwaway line. It up. We'll try to find it for the show notes, but I feel like the last time I looked for this, I couldn't find it. There was a reader that worked with an alliance for the common good or something like that in the late 90s, early early 2000s that did a research study where they compared states like Oregon and Washington and California where like public funding for abortion exists and there are very few abortion restrictions to states like Ohio and, you know, other... Alabama, um, Mississippi, yeah. Louisiana, with, we go on. Yeah, with no public funding for abortion and very extreme laws restricting access. And found that there was absolutely no difference in abortion rates when you looked purely at abortion restrictions versus, you know, abortion allowing even public funding. Like a woman who can have Medicaid pay for an abortion doesn't make her more likely to choose an abortion in one of those other states. You know what did? $100 a month more in welfare payments. Because she could afford the kid. Right. Mm-hmm. She could take care of it. You know, when we actually being a mother and being a family. Yes. Oh my God, look what happens. Yes. So, right. you know, the more and more these groups push more and more restrictions exactly. and a middle ground where some abortions are bad and other abortions are okay, which is complete bullshit. Um, that, that's not ever going to. I think they have, which isn't a real problem, but that's another story. Yeah. But, you know, so like, let's actually look at things that yeah. actually support families. And then we can have a conversation. There was just a guy, I'm not, I'm not going to remember his name. It was a Republican on Morning Joe the other day uh, talking about how we don't need paid family leave. Whack him too. Smack <laughs> yeah. him, smack him, smack him. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, can we add that to the podcast agenda? 
Yeah, for two seconds up. on your note um <laughs> today um city council member elizabeth brown in columbus ohio will be announcing pay, a pay family leave program for the city of columbus which is Yay. very very exciting so that is happening um today mm -hmm. um so following date day city um and the previous like year and a half to actually provide some paid family leave for city employees. So that's very, very exciting news in Columbus. So yes. unlike that dude, we actually do believe that people need paid family leave. Yes, exactly. I had to say the good thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is a good thing. Uh, I had one more highlight I want to read, though, because oh. it's, it's the quote from, okay. uh, from President Obama. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, he's quoting candidate Obama in 2008, saying those who diminish the moral elements of the decision aren't expressing the full reality of it. Which I think is a fine statement mm -hmm. by the president. I yeah. mean, he's eloquent as always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The choice to have an abortion is a moral choice. Right. Yes. I mean, women make a moral decision to have an abortion. Yes. It is not an immoral decision. It is a moral decision. And I think that's what that quote is. And, you know, he's trying to use it as, well, you know, women, you know, who choose abortions that I don't agree with are not, not so moral. No. No. Making an, a decision. Good women have abortions. Have abortions. Yes. Government interference is not, not okay. Yes. No, okay. women can make that decision. Thank you very well, much. We've just been tearing through our agenda here. <laughs> uh, we're already towards the end. Randy, you want to sing a song? Let's get it on. Okay. Oh, did we already talk about advocacy? No. Day? Okay, oh. we'll start with that then. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Even though that's not the most upcoming event. Mm -hmm. It's, it's if, the is best. Is that the word I want to use? Yes. <laughs> most upcoming. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yes, Advocacy Day is happening May 3rd, um, Freedom of Choice, um, so all of our partners will be there. Um, it's going to be a really good day. I don't know if we have any, um, like, agenda highlights. Yeah, we're still yet. working on that, but okay. it'll be full of amazing speakers and great information and hanging out with other really fabulous pro-choice folks from yes. around the state and talking to your legislator. Our intern has been working the phones, <laughs> getting those appointments with all the legislators, we have some really interesting God ones. Bless the interns. Uh, yes, God thank bless you. The interns. <laughs> so, <love> you. <laughs> so she has been rocking that out. So we have lots of appointments with legislators and legislative staff. So you know right. you'll be able to go and talk to your folks and and let them know about why restricting access to abortion is bad and why promoting our proactive agenda is a good thing and the yes. right way to move things yes. forward in Ohio. So the day starts with introductory speech from somebody mm -hmm. training. Uh, and then people will be um, uh, assigned appointments with partners or groups. Nobody goes to an appointment solo. You don't yeah. have to like know what to say mm -hmm. in advance. Um, we'll tell you and your small group how to have that conversation mm -hmm. with uh, with your legislators. A um, little bit of a rally, rah rah, and then go. <laughs> get Yes, it's a terrific. Do a couple of webinar, maybe some local in-person trainings ahead of time too, so yeah. people can even if so people can get a little bit more familiar with it ahead of time as well. Yes, I was just going to say that <laughs> we'll also be doing some webinars. Uh, we will be having phone bank um, here. We may be doing one in Cincinnati, but I'll keep you posted. Um, upcoming this week, though, uh, this Thursday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's coming quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so tomorrow I'll be in Dayton and we'll be having our learning take action night there. That's and on we'll March be thirtieth. Yes, March tomorrow, March thirtieth, from six to eight p.m. at the place Dublin Pub. Yes, that place. <laughs> we have so many events to play together. <laughs> I know. <coughs> um, so yeah, so if you're in the Dayton area, please come out. I'll be there. Stephanie from Planned Parenthood will be there. 
and we had a good time. Yep, on March 30th in Canton, uh, North Branch of the uh, Stark County Public Library, we're going to have a microphone training. Annie and I will be up there uh, training people um, on what's going on in the state house, how to write mm -hmm. letters to the other, that sort of thing. So we have a cool. busy Thursday on each end of the state. Yes. Uh, and then Saturday uh, in Cleveland is the big rally, Public Square. Be there uh, by 10 a.m. to get started. Uh, be there, be square. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, um, I had to make a terrible pun. <laughs> be there at the square. Uh -huh. Very funny. Okay. Uh, so the, the people's filibuster starts off against Gorsuch and there's a separate event called the March for Health, mm -hmm. which is kicking off immediately following same location. You're more than welcome to do two yes. events, uh, two for the price of one free. So, um, join us, uh, Saturday, um, at public square in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not in Cleveland, if you're in Columbus, there's a, uh, a rally against sexual violence at the state house, which might be worth checking out. So that's put on by some friends. of ours. Yes. Like what's after that? Example 13th. We'll be in Athens learn and take action nights. Um, again, I'll be there. Planned Parenthood and urge will be they're presenting as well. It'll be a Jackie O's tap room. I will make a Facebook event. Um, yeah, so if you're in the Athens area, uh, definitely come out and join us. It'll be April 13th. That's a Thursday from 6 to 8. Yep. April 27th is Bolathon for Preterm. April 29th is Bolathon for Women Have Options. So Cleveland mm -hmm. or Columbus, two great uh, abortion fund promoting bowling events. Uh, and then that brings us back to May 3rd, Lobby Day. Everybody schedule. Take time off from work if you can. Um, come mm -hmm. to Lobby Day. Yep. And one last little plug. Mm -hmm. One of the movie, one of the pens to pictures um, shorts is actually in the Cleveland Film Festival yes. this weekend. I actually looked it up because I was oh, looking. I was telling, Yeah, it starts this weekend. Okay. So um, it's Bang, one of the five. Um, it was a very... Um, about a woman who couldn't find employment and was trying to take care of her two children. Um, so it's part of the Ohio Shorts One program, and I think the first time it's up is on Tuesday night. So Oh, that's awesome. So people should definitely check that out, and yes. also the film festival, because as I was looking for that, there were movie after movie and documentary after documentary that I really wanted to see. Like, can I just sit in the movie theater for the next, like, five? Actually, either tomorrow or Friday, yeah. And okay. Through, like, the next I may Go watch a movie after the rally. <laughs> All right. Nice. We'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.